That night I had a dream. I drifted off thinking about happiness, birth, and new life. But now I was haunted by a vision of blah, 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 blah. He was horrible. We don't have time to meet us, Lord. Oh, oh, my personal favorite. Had their entrails cut out and burned. <laughs> a man with all the powers of hell at his command. Oh, vision, is this in 3D? No, but your face is. You could turn the day into night. Have a nice flight. And laid the waste to everything in his path. Chrissy, over by the wall. Bring me the big knife. It was especially hard on little things. Bring me the big knife. I'm gonna cut my throat. The helpless and the gentle creatures. You mean my wife? He let the scorched earth in his wake be foul on even the sweet desert breeze that whipped across his brow. It's like unbeatable. I didn't know where he came from or why. It's not exactly my ties and Yahtzee out here. I don't know if he would dream. But I feared that I myself had unleashed you. You still like Italian? Welcome back to the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And I'm Robbie. And this week we're on a highway to hell as we watch The Ghost Rider. Ghostbusters! Nicolas Cage somehow is not in any of the Ghostbusters movies as of yet. Does that even work out age-wise? Oh god, though, no, he's way younger. That's well, what I thought. Well, he could be in that new one, because he's roughly, he's like a couple, only a couple years older than Paul Rudd's character, who I think is in whatever that new one is. Ghostbusters, we're not salty about women trying to have a Ghostbusters film. No. Yeah, we're not busting ghosts, we're riding them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. And uh, I, I saw this movie in the theaters. I did not, but I saw it pretty close after it came out on DVD. There was a period, like, from junior high through high school where my dad and I would just go and see kind of just garbage and trashy movies. Like, that's how I saw uh, Shaun of the Dead originally, Hellboy, Constantine, um, Balls of Fury. A wide gamut of movies. Let's just say half of those were not garbage films. No. No, like, the first few were, but, you know, sort of movies that you probably wouldn't bring the whole family to see. Oh, sure. Yeah, and it was great, because my dad was finally done with his PhD, and he was like, Hey, I can actually have time with you, middle child. Oh. Abby, do you have any emotional stories about Ghost Rider? Take pictures of Luke while he dabbed on the fucking bike from Ghostbusters last summer. After we went to this comics... Ghost Rider. Fuck. Museum <laughs> in Elkhart, Indiana. And the guy who ran it out of his two-story detached garage had the bike from Ghost Rider. And now he's moved it out of his garage. Theoretically. We can go back this year because of COVID. Yeah, it's great. I believe it's based on a comic. Mm-hmm. And he rides a big bike and gets a flamey head. Yep, that's what the second Ghost Rider is all about. The first Ghost Rider is just a cowboy. And then they're like, oh, uh, we want to use it for this new thing where he's actually going to be a skeleton man on a motorcycle bike. And so that one initially got renamed, I believe, the Knight Rider. Or no, not Knight Rider, but something that had a unfortunate loose affiliation with the KKK. And then they're just like, no, we'll just call him Phantom Rider now. Yeah. Ghost Rider. He's a skull I man. I just learned there's a sequel to Ghost Rider. Uh-huh. A very different sequel. I saw that one in theaters. I saw that one in the Dollar Theater. Did you see it in 3D, Luke? No. Ah, that was a mistake. 
I also didn't see the unofficial third Ghost Rider movie, Drive Angry, in theaters or in 3D. Ooh, I did. You could only see it in 3D. It is the first film to be shot entirely in, in 3D. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is such a movie of its time. No, no. Devin, do you have any emotional connection to Ghost Rider? No. (laughs) (laughs) It is a film. It is fun. Mm -hmm. We gotta have parody. Continue, Lucas. Uh, yeah, it is very much a movie of its time, from Eva Longoria playing the romantic lead in this movie. Eva Mendes. Eva. Shit, okay. Which makes it less of its time. Yeah. If it was very, it would be very of its time if it was Eva Longoria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I remember this mostly just being a movie, and... Yeah, I mean, that's perfectly fine. We'll get into some of the other stuff the director did later on. Yeah, like, this was one of the first directors who just did a few superhero movies just because. I'm really not heartened by the fact that apparently the only movie that I might have seen by this director we turned off after about 20 minutes. Yeah, that was 100% though a awful script. Which film? It was just uh, Love Guaranteed. Ooh, Co- with Co- Coach? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, the one that had Winston was much better. Winston has a new show that I'm interested in. Oh, I meant to watch that. Yeah, the director also... Did y'all ever have those movies where you just rented them a lot as a kid and you were never sure why, but you just enjoyed watching the movie? Seven Brides for Seven Brothers in Greece. The director also directed Simon Birch, which is a movie that I remember very little about, except it has a kid dying in a sinking bus. But for some reason, I just watched that a bunch of times. And my parents were like, why is he watching this movie? Devin, do you have any movies like this? I mean, no, because I watched good movies. I would rewatch movies like Babe a ton or Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. But did you own those? No, I got them from the library. Fair enough, fair enough. Is it one of those things where if they had not changed the layout of the Bexley Library, you would still be able to go and pick them out of the shelf where they were housed? Oh, probably. Yeah, that, that's how Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Grease are for me. R.I.P. Original Layout of the Bexley Public Library. Uh, but yeah. The director of this movie also directed Daredevil, and also wrote the 2018 movie Christopher Robin. So, a wide range. Oh, and he also wrote Jack Frost. Jack Frost is wild. I'm an awful dad. I died. Oh, well, I get to come back as a... Snowman. I almost said skeleton. But we're watching the skeleton movie today. Daredevil. Underappreciated. If you watch the director's cut. Yeah, I've never actually seen it, but everyone's like, if you're going to go and watch it, you watch the director's cut. That's because, like, the romance with Electra is mostly cut out and replaced with a subplot murder starring Coolio. What? Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Sounds amazing. Especially for 2003, Mm -hmm. which was a few years after Coolio's peak. More than a few years. Well, when did Gangster's Paradise come out? Mid 90s. Yeah, 
I mean, I'd still say a few. I don't know if he just never had a song that hit as big for me just because I only really know him from uh, Gangster's Paradise and his short bit part in Gravity Falls. Uh, Coolio very much has not done anything since Gangster's Paradise. Oh, he... He did Fantastic Voyage, but that was a year before. Yeah, the other stuff was not as big. He put out an album last year. A lot of people put out albums last year. He has a... Nobody's Foolio. He did do the Keenan and Kel theme song, All Here It Goes. That's good. And he also has a web series called Cooking with Coolio. And mostly he's known for the fact that he got into a huge feud with Weird Al Yankovic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which did not really end on his side. It did not. No. You can't, no one can pick fights with Weird Al. Nope. He is like the world's most likable man. Mm-hmm. Well, and you always just look worse. Oh, he he was Kwanzaa about in Futurama. Oh, that's right. Also, to be fair, Weird Al was in the right, but... I mean, I think creators have a right to say, hey, this song means a lot to me. Could he not make a parody of it? Weird Al always asks for permission. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad as uh, the You're Beautiful one, where it's like the record label just kept saying no, and yeah. I was like, oh, I never actually got a chance. Where well, it's Coolio's record label told him yes, but implied that Coolio had said yes. You haven't fucking changed your Twitter avatar in three fucking years, and this is the picture you decide to go with? <laughs> Abby has just seen that I put the picture of me dabbing on the Ghost Rider bike as my new Twitter avatar. Oh, yes. Jesus fucking Christ. We Why all saw that. Devin, who else stars in Ghost Rider, please? Oh, sure. Uh, Well, Sam Elliott stars in Ghost Rider. (laughs) What? It's a relatively brief role. Okay. Uh, yes. I mean... Go ahead, Luke. I mean, he's not the one that Abby would probably be like, What? Uh, the most for. The Peter Fonda? Yeah. Wasn't Peter Fonda dead at this point? No. I mean, he was dead a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Mr. Easy Rider's in the Ghost Rider. Wes Bentley's in it. No idea who that is. You might remember him from such hit films as The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. See, I was confusing Peter Fonda for Henry Fonda. So I was very confused mm. as to how the hell Henry Fonda was still alive. He was not. He was not. That's his daddy. Oh, well, I... But Peter Fonda, son of Henry Fonda and brother of Jane Fonda... I'm Fonda Fonda. I've been rewatching a lot of Space Ghost. Oh, this movie also has Donald Logue. And Rebel Wilson as Girl in Alley. Mm-hmm. Good for Rebel Wilson. And then, like, a bunch of other people who I was like, I don't really recognize any of these names. You recognize Brett Cullen's face, I just can't say why. Oh, uh, Brett Cullen has also been a dad in a few other... Oh no, he was Papa Wayne in last year's Academy Award-nominated film, Joker. I forgot that Joker was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh hell. And it was wrong. Joaquin won. That seems like it was seven years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Truly. 
Shit. Well, I'm excited to see which parts of Nicolas Cage do or do not burst into flame. Oh, and the important thing going into this is Nicolas Cage has a Ghost Rider tattoo that he had to get covered up for this movie. Nicolas Cage is a comics nerd. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's why he named his son Kal-El. I didn't know that. Also why his last name is Cage. Mm-hmm. Yes, after Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, let's watch a movie. Uh, right now it is streaming if you buy it or if you have stars or if, like Devin, you have the Blu-ray of it. Extended I have the DVD. Extended cut. <laughs> oh, lucky man. With six, t- I'll be having six times the resolution of Luke's DVD. Oh, no, I'm not. Well, we're. Yeah, we just rented it on iTunes. With best picture and best sound. You get to see all them bones. Experience high definition. Oh, also one other thing. Is this movie was really, really promoted on Comedy Central for some reason. Like they did one of those themed weekends, I remember... It's just like, here's more behind the scenes of Ghost Rider. What a weird time. What year did this movie come out? 2007. Okay. That that track. Yeah. Alright, well, we will catch you on the other end of this highway we call Ghost Rider. Why are you so pleased with that one? <laughs> I was just trying to see how you were going to react to it. Devin, do you have any feedback on that transition? Alright. And we're back from 2007's Ghost Rider. That sure was a movie. Mm-hmm. It's... It is exactly what, like, superhero movies were up until you started getting more prestige films. I disagree. T-Mag Spider-Mans? I think not, Luke. T-Mag Spider-Man is a exception the f- to the rule. X2, X-Men United? For one-shot films... Cause, I mean, it this has is three sequels! Ghost Rider? Two sequels. It has one sequel. One sequel. It looked like it had two sequels. And it, the sequel was not planned. It was literally Nick Cage saying, I want to make another one of these, and here are these movie guys who will do this. Oh, would be Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he pretty much gets to get any movie he wants made on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as it's a small budget film. Yeah. Well, and judging by the CGI, this was not a super high budget film. It is kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the, it was actually a very high budget. I was going to say film. the budget was $110 million. Yeah. But the CGI, though. It is kind of funny how much of the Wikipedia page is talking about, like, here's how they made the bike and bike facts. And then it's just like, yeah, but the, the head is some PlayStation 2 graphics. Which is the big thing with the sequel. Because in the sequel, like, everything else gets thrown by the wayside. But Ghost Rider looks fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, they also changed Ghost Rider's aesthetics, which is my biggest issue with the sequel. Ah. Well, because it's like, oh, we're going to make a big deal about like him jumping on all sorts of things and turning them into Ghost Rider vehicles, but then it's just like, oh, it looks like coal with fire burning through it. Mm-hmm. If they had kept the dumbass chrome aesthetic... I would like to circle back to the fact that Luke said that he does not, he is not on fire in this one. I 
don't remember when I said that. You said that, like, an hour and a half ago. You said that that happens in the sequel. Uh, when I get to it... Explain, Luke. Explain. I don't remember what I said, or what Abby is insisting that I said, because this would have been still when we were recording the podcast. No, it wasn't. Two hours ago was when we recorded the podcast. Yeah, that that's that's more being picky about time details that Abby has. But yeah, I don't remember <laughs> saying that he doesn't catch fire. The flame bullshit was in the sequel. Ah, I wasn't paying attention to what Luke was saying. That I that's might have fair. said something like he transforms more stuff in the sequel, but mm, no. I mean, you'll find out in editing, but I'm. Pretty sure you said that the fire shit is all in the sequel. Okay. But yeah. So. Nick Cage should never be given hair plugs or a dye job. His hair does not look the best in this movie. Oh, it's so bad. He's the lead singer of my favorite emo band. Also, I'm pretty sure I saw this man right around the time this movie would have been filming. And. Can I just say that his bald spot was actually pretty pronounced at that point? So the amount of work they had to put into lowering his hairline and covering his bald spot is kind of spectacular for how bad it looks. Which is also weird, because I mean, I guess that they're trying to de-age him, but it's just like, while he does have a receding hairline, it is not that bad. No, it's not. And it just, like, they almost exaggerated it by the look that they decided to give him. It was like they pa- it was like they pasted on or like painted hair on top of his bald spot rather than Yeah. Doing anything else. Yeah. I mean some people just can't really be de-aged and I think we have discovered that Nicolas Cage is one of those actors who you should not try to de-age. Or if you're going to do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Or don't go for such a dramatic level of de-aging. Yeah. Because I think he just looks like normal Cage in the sequel. (laughs) I think so, but also I remember everything just being super sepia-toned. In the sequel? Yeah. Probably. That's because they had to cover up the fact that they had a poor... uh, I think the budget was like half the budget that this one was. Oh, yeah. Well, they had to pay for Idris Elba. Yeah, but Idris Elba wouldn't have been super huge at that time. Does Idris Elba get a really sweet duster? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I think so. I would assume he would be playing a demon, and all demons get really sweet dusters. No. Actually, no, he's a good guy in that one. Yeah. He's a good guy with a duster? He's an angel. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's trying to find Cage to help him solve the problem. Ooh, mm-hmm. twist! Good guy with a duster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this sure was some movie. Mm-hmm. And we definitely got Cage's choices for the character. That like did. always eating those jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like the getting super excited about wanting to see a Bonobo special was definitely a cage ad. And the Carpenters music stuff. Awesome classic cage right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's watch his monkey shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have not seen <laughs> the movie Nick Cage, the Ghost Rider... Before he was a ghost rider, was part of a father-son stunt bike duo. His dad had the cancer, and a mysterious stranger said, I will cure the cancer for your soul. And Nick Cage was like, alright. And then his dad was like, hey, all my cancer is gone. Time to go do a stunt bike, hopefully I don't die. No, his dad was like, I had cancer, P.S. all my cancer is gone. Yeah. And then, I'm going to go do a stunt ride, hope I don't die, and he dies. And then, they they didn't make it super clear if 
uh, Mephisto, played by Peter Fonda, was like, hey, you can't have any emotional connections to people, or if Cage, or if uh, Johnny Blaze just made that choice himself. I believe his win name was Mistopheles. That's right. Fuck. As in Mr. Mistopheles. Mephisto is another demonic character. No, it was both. It was Mephistopheles. <laughs> it was Kit Fistopheles. Yeah, I think that that was probably almost as much as he was a freaked out teenager than, like, he was not allowed on some, like, demonic level to have relationships. And, like, one of two people he cared about just fucking died, and I'm pretty sure he didn't want to put the other one in danger right then. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I mean, the devil does, I mean, Mephisto basically does say you can't, you, like, forget, like, having, like, family and loved ones. Yeah, but... And I also straight up implies of, oh yeah, I also just fucking murked your dad. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's a difference between saying you shouldn't do this and, like, you are unable to do these things. Yes, oh, I think that was his choice. I think that was Cage's choice. Okay. But yeah, so Cage just leaves his girlfriend under a tree when it is raining, and then next time we see him, he is now the world's best stunt driver. Partially because Mephi- Mephistopheles won't let him die. And, uh... I also like that Eva Longoria, or that Eva Mendez is mad that Nick Cage left her when it's just like, but your dad was sent to you away, so actually you were going to leave him. Yeah. That's fair. It's... But he did promise to run away with her, so I could understand if it was like the, you decided to be with me instead of doing what your dad said, but then I was just like, nope, nope, bye-bye, I see you under the tree, but I'm just going to drive away. At the same time, I feel like she should also have a little bit of sympathy and understanding of, yo, your dad just died, you now have no family. But did she actually know that? Because chances are she wasn't there at the show, otherwise she would have been like, oh no, I'm sorry, Johnny, your dad died. But he doesn't talk to her. He doesn't give her a choice to say anything because he just rides past yeah. her on the way out of yeah. town. Yeah, but I mean, that's why I'm saying I think it's more likely that she was unaware of the death. I'm talking about later if when she, she confronts him when they're adults. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because she shows up later, right before his biggest stunt, where he's going to travel over the length of an entire football field, which was a stunt that got broken and done in real life shortly after the movie was recorded, or filmed. But Cage did it first, so... Guinness World Record for Cage. But <laughs> Cage did it with the power of the Pistopheles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I always think it's a good idea to slap people in the face who probably just severed their spinal cord. Oh, I know. that. I like that, too. Donald Logue as Cage's biker buddy. Some driving friend. Which, this makes the second Marvel property movie, the second Marvel horror-themed property movie where he gets to play that sort of supporting character. Mm-hmm. He's for also, Donald Logue. Uh-huh. He was also in Blade. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, Blade. And, yeah. I thought about Blade. And then Mephisto. I haven't watched it since... I think we watched, like, all of them for the early days of Multiversal Q. Hmm. I thought about it because I was watching the Chadwick Boseman special on Disney+, Plus, and they made some comment about Chadwick Boseman portraying the first black superhero. I'm like, ooh, man, Wesley Snipes just felt that one. I mean, so did, uh... Well, if you're going with adapted properties, you could also criticize whether or not Blade is a superhero. Ooh, I went to a talk in college. Uh, he is viewed very much as a superhero. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so then Mephistopheles' son and Nicente's creation, Blackheart, for whatever fucking reason, 
shows up with his pals Dirty Dan, Gassy Gary, and uh, maybe the other one was Swampy Sam. Soggy Sam, Soggy Sam, and they're like, "Hey, your last Ghost Rider stole a contract worth a thousand souls, which is apparently a lot of power." And he hit it. Power to bring around the end of days. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like it's that many souls, honestly. They were I agree. Very evil souls. It was a thousand very, very evil they souls. They were freshly corrupted souls. Because Mephistopheles came to them and was like, hey, I'm going to give you what you want. And then they just started killing each other. Which I also liked when we see the weird flash to it. Uh, when with the whole pet and stare thing. Because it's just like all those souls that you keep showing look like they're in the 21st century. Yeah, it's literally like all the people who have, uh, who uh, Blackheart has killed. Yeah. And once again, Blackheart and then his elemental pals are just such a weird choice for a villain for this movie. Who would you have chosen, though? I... That's, the th- that's the biggest thing, is this, uh... Really, how do you adapt Ghost Rider? <laughs> Even more of a B-budget and low-money aesthetic. Yeah. Did so. you want bad CGI on the bikes, too? I'm talking about more practical effects instead of computer-generated effects. <clears throat> I don't think Nick Cage can actually ride over a football field filled with six Blackhawk helicopters. I also don't think Nick Cage can be lit on fire for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fine. Fine. Okay, maybe we also shouldn't set a horse on fire, but now we're just getting really nitpicky. <laughs> oh, but now I've lit Cage's bike on fire. Oh, now the gas tank is caught. Oh, now Cage is dead. Honestly, that would kind of be, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be super surprised if that was how Nicolas Cage died. But then he would also come back as the Ghost Rider. I feel like he'd be really happy about that. He got oh, his yeah. tattoo. Yeah, I I feel like Nick Cage would be very happy coming back as a in real life sphere of vengeance. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's why he has all the voodoo. Uh, yeah, so... Nick Cage tracks down Eva Mendez and is like, hey, you didn't see my stunt. Watch me do all this dumb shit on this road out in Australia, even though it's supposed to be Texas. And eventually she's like, all right, I guess I'll go on a date with you. But oh no, on the night of their first date, he fully transforms into the Ghost Rider. Before going to the date. I, I stand by my point that it would be great if we got some Jim Carrey, Eddie Murphy style. He is transforming into the Ghost Rider during the date and isn't sure what is happening. I mean, Eva Mendez drank enough wine that he would probably just incinerate her because <laughs> she would be highly flammable at that point. Mm-hmm. But she probably wouldn't have been quite as drunk at that point in time. Mm-hmm. If she was drinking, or- that she was getting stood up and that she is not pretty. And that she carries a full-size magic 8-ball with her at all times. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, that is a bit that I, I'm i not sure where it came from, but I feel like I would have liked to have some more of that. Oh, 100%. But yeah. Uh, Blackheart and his gang uh, are attacking a train station where the town used to be with all the souls... Ghost Rider fights Dirty Dan and kills him, and the rest of them get off, but along the way, Ghost Rider causes a bunch of damage, and so everyone's like, ooh, who's doing this damage? And then he saves Rebel Wilson. And Rebel Wilson is horny as fuck for Ghost Rider. And she is a goth in this movie. Mm-hmm. An American. Mm-hmm. Well, and it makes a lot more sense that this was filmed, major portions of it, in Australia, which is why she was in this. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so he gets up, and he is in a graveyard with Sam Elliott, who seems like he genuinely has a lot of fun with this movie. I truly find Sam Elliott about 22% unintelligible. 
Like, even with fucking subtitles, it was kind of like, what the hell is Sam Elliott saying? Do you have that thing where you can't hear super low noises? I don't think so. Maybe I that's I just can't it. understand Sam Elliott. I also like that Sam Elliott is always perpetually old. Mm-hmm. How old is Sam Elliott? I don't know. Old. 76. I would have guessed he was closer to 90, quite honestly. But that's the thing. Oh. But he always looks perpetually old. Just like, what's his name? Doc Brown in uh, Back to the Future. Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like 40 in that movie. But he looks like he's been 60 his entire life. That's fair. Oh, I forgot that I'd open up the IMDb trivia page. Nicolas Cage's hairpiece required three hours to apply every day. Why? <laughs> also, Rivers persists that Nicolas Cage's abs in the movie were CGI, but writer and director Mark Steven Johnson refutes this on his DVD audio commentary. I was honestly wondering about that. Oh, also, Nicholas Cage's computer-generated skull was made from a three-dimensional x-ray taken of his actual skull. Nice. Oof. For me, with the abs thing, I, I mean, you've had this was like, at the pinnacle of a bunch of his, like, action films. That man was getting jacked. That's true. And, I mean, he filmed another movie between when they shot the majority of this film and then went back for the helicopter police fight. What an astounding cinematic feat is him driving up the side of that building. You know, it's it's what you need. Which way did he go? Oh! Tom Cruise would have done that scene for real. Uh, yeah. So, Eva Mendes is like, hey, you didn't show up. And goes around, and Nicholas Cage is like, "Yeah, I am haunted by a spirit now," and she doesn't believe him. And then when she leaves, he finds. Uh, oh no! And then when she leaves, the police arrest him because ever since he got back into town, all these people have been dying. Because I think they actually found either fingerprint or DNA evidence at the train crime scene. No, as they found his, it was his, his uh, license, license plate, plate fell off his bike oh, when he okay. first transformed. Which is still fucking wild. And so they tried to interrogate him. He is not good at interrogation. And then they put him into a prison cell with a bunch of criminals and one innocent kid. And all the prisoners are just like, hey... All of us know exactly who you are. We are going to try and murder you right now in this prison for whatever reason. Or in this holding cell. It's not even a full prison. So he turns into Ghost Rider. The sprinklers go off. He knocks all of them out and then just walks out of the prison. And the police, despite the sprinklers being on, do not come and check this at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all have to recover from the very large chase scene. The chase scene hadn't really happened yet. Yeah. They have to mentally prepare for the impending very large chase scene. Also, Abby did a very good job in predicting a lot of the moments in this movie. I truly did. It was like, wonderful. Yeah. Like, just a lot of the Peter Fonda lines she got word for word. Or, like, when she saw a neon sign that said garage with... The Ghost Rider bike coming out from it and various things exploding. She's like, is it going to say Rage? And then, yes, it said fucking Rage. And so that's when Gassy Gary shows up and he's like, hey, your chains can't do shit. And so Ghost Rider's like, oh, well, I'll hoover you up and just creates a vortex. And that's apparently all that was needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for being like elemental demons, they were pretty fucking easy to... And they don't really do a lot of stuff. Everybody's gotta have some hype, man. Pretty much. Uh, And then the police show up. He tangles with a helicopter for a while. And then he's like, hey, screw all of you. Jumps into the river. Uh, The bridge that he jumped off was not completed uh, construction-wise. So the studio just quickly paved over so they could use it. And then 
uh, the city was like, okay, well, this isn't up to our Australian standards. So they just broke the bridge paving that they did to make it match Australian standards. I mean, fair. Yeah, and then Ghost Rider just flips all the police the bird and rides off. Mm -hmm. Through the water. Mm -hmm. He is semi-aquatic at this point. Yeah. Oh, also there's a really weird thing where when the cage was in lockup, he's like, yeah, once I retire from this, I want to become a motorcycle cop. We all gotta have dreams. Yeah. It was not when I, re when I retire from being Ghost Rider, it was when I retire from being from stunt. stunt Boy. Yeah. So he wakes up again in the cemetery and Sam Miller's like, well, here's my here's a story about another guy who was a ghost rider. And I had him with me. And a pony was on fire. I mean, it's so easy to do a semi-decent Sam Elliott impression because you just have to be deep and unintelligible. Uh, sometimes a word. I no, I hate that. Stop. <laughs> yeah, but Luke doesn't have the soothingness that Sam Elliott's voice comes with, though. That's the you thing. Need Sam Elliott, you need Sam Elliott ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. What Luke's talking like right now is the unintelligibleness of uh, what's his name in the True Grit remake, which I thought he was bad in. I didn't like that movie. Also, being Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. No. <laughs> See, here's my thing. I think half the movie is good. I think it's all the parts that are not Jeff Bridges. I have not seen it since it was in theaters, and like. I don't remember anything about that movie except walking out of the theater. My sister and my dad and I went to go see it, and I remember that my dad really liked it. I think my sister was neutral on it, and I was just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? My mom and I started. For me, it was I hated that courtroom setting, because it's just like, what the hell is he saying? I saw it on a date, and I don't remember much about it. For me, what it needs to be is they need to digitally alter and splice it so that you cut out all of Jeff Bridges and replace him with John Wayne, but then keep all the new people, because all the new people are vastly superior to the original ones. Haley oh, Steinfeld, also, much better than whatever what's-her-name was. Oh, also during the fight with the police, Eva Mendez was there... Because she saw a Ghost Rider driving up the building and was like, oh, maybe Nicolas Cage was telling the truth. And then showed up, and Mephistopheles saw that Ghost Rider was horny for Ava Mendez, and was like, alright, I know what we're going to do. So he kills Donald Logue, and is like, hey, Ghost Rider, I've got your girlfriend, Eva Mendez. You mean Blackheart, me right, contract. Luke? Yeah, Blackheart. So meet me at the town, bring the contract, and you'll get to save her. Ghost Rider's like, well, shit, can't do much else. But then he goes to the graveyard to look, and Sam Elliott's like, hey, this shovel I've been using the entire time has the contract. So the way that he was able to break that shovel is just like, you must be a bad caretaker, because that shovel would probably snap way sooner. Yeah, it was his decorative shovel. Yeah, so. I truly don't remember seeing that shovel at any other point, other than he was just like, I keep this really important thing in this thing that I uh, leave outside and have for the past 150 years. Mm -hmm. Oopsie doopsie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so Samuel is like, also, I'm the earlier ghost rider. Let's go ride out together. And we get to see his horse catch on fire. His horse that is presumably like a hundred years old. And then some. And then they arrive at their destination. Then he's just like, actually, I don't really want to go. Peace out. Woo! Yeah, I had one last burn in me. Fuck. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. But here's my gun. Mm-hmm. His Winchester rifle. And so Nick Cage has to ride through a swamp, and that's where Soggy Sam attacks him and tries to choke him, and then Ghost Rider's like, hey, you're choking me, I'm going to choke you! And then Pennant stares him. Which was kind of anticlimactic. 
Uh, and then he runs into the town, hands over the contract, and Blackheart's like, hey, I've got all these souls. And Ghost Rider's like, oh, I remember I couldn't pin and stare him before when we fought because he had no soul. Which, does that mean that the angels had souls? The evil angels, Gooey, Gary, Dirty Dan, and Soggy Sam? I guess. Probably. Yeah. It's just very... Well, but he didn't really penance... The the only one he penned stared was the water dude. The other two, he just kind of, like, forced murder. Yeah. I kind of took it that, yes, he did have souls, because I thought that was implied for why Mephisto could not touch him. Hmm. And why he needed Ghost Rider to do it. Yeah. Ghost Rider rules are, even in the comics... Very inconsistent. That was the reasoning that I took for why it was, was he could not... That's why Mephisto couldn't stop Blackheart. Fair enough. Yep, so Blackheart eats up all of them souls, and Ghost Rider's like, I'm going to save you, Ava Mendez. But the dawn comes up, and he stops being Ghost Rider, but then he's like, oh, if I go into the shadows, I can use it, and then... He shotgun blasts him, and then he penance stares Blackheart. And he's like, okay, well, everybody knows I'm Ghost Rider. That's mostly the ending of this. I'm just going to keep being Ghost Rider because I don't want you to sacrifice any more innocent souls. Mm -hmm. I will defeat you, Manifesto. And farewell, Eva Mendez. I'm Audi 5000. Yep. But I'll take you back to this tree that is still bearing the scars of when I scratched our initials into it when we were 17 to show you I still care. And that's Ghost Rider. It's a movie. Yeah. And this was, I would say, probably... The best thing to come out of this was the Jason Aaron Ghost Rider series that they launched around the same time as this. Because that got us Jason Aaron as a comics writer. Neat. Mm-hmm. Yay. I mean, this one did not fill me with rage and... Did it fill you with guy rage? It did not fill me with rage. This was just perfectly a movie, which is, and he was kind of Nick Cagey in parts of it, but also, like, by the time he actually became the ghostwriter, that part was scripted enough that he couldn't really cage out in most of it, except for the weird-ass mirror scene. So, it was fine. I think I like him better as an action hero than in other roles. That's fair, because we have a lot of action roles for you to watch. Hooray. Also, uh, Stan Lee did not have a cameo of this, but that's fine, because Stan Lee had nothing to do with the creation of Johnny Blades. Luke, what movie are we watching next? Oh, well, yeah, I guess we don't really have a lot to discuss about Ghost Rider, do we? Uh, so, next time... I mean, I've said my piece. There is nobody big enough in here that I feel like we really want to go into what movies have or I have not seen by other cast members. Mm-hmm. It was just a movie. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a perfectly fine, enjoyable movie. It's something that if... How many Rebel Wilsons have you seen? Oh, probably a, a lot. Let's see, how many Rebel Wilsons have I seen? How many Rebel Wilsons have you seen? Damn, she was in that. I have seen ten Rebel Wilsons. I have seen eight. I have seen nine. Luke, which ones have you seen? 
That's actually not the one I'm more curious of. Okay. We've all now seen Ghost Rider. Oh, wait. Did I even count that one? Never mind. I also saw it. <laughs> uh, Bridesmaids. That movie is bad. Yes, it is. Pitch Perfect. Night of the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Oh, I've seen Eleven. Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, isn't it romantic? Jojo Rabbit. Oh, shit. I saw Grimsby 2. Never mind, I saw Eleven. And Cats. Nice. I have seen The Ghost Rider, The Bridesmaids, Pitch Perfect, Pain and Gain, Night at the Museum, Pitch Perfect 2, How to Be Single, uh, Grimsby, Pitch Perfect 3, Jojo Rabbit, and I have seen Ghost Rider, Bridesmaids, Bachelorette, What to Expect When You're Expecting, Pitch Perfect, Night at the Museum, Night Secret of the Tomb, Pitch Perfect 2, How to Be Single, Pitch Perfect 3, Isn't It Romantic, and The Hustle. So that's 11. Opera. Hey. We have all seen some Rebel Wilsons. Mm-hmm. How many Eva Mendezes? <laughs> Eva Mendez, who I forgot is married to Ryan Gosling. They are or only they life partners. Yes, life partners. Yes, as I was browsing, she appears to be taking a hiatus, but I don't know why. That because was... she had children. Ah, uh, probably. Because they're like very. Let's keep everything. I don't even think there are pictures that exist of their children. Nice. At least, like in a public setting. I was watching some great Ryan Gosling last night. What, what great Ryan Gosling were you watching? The hit film Drive. I have seen six movies with Ava Mendez. Well, let's talk about Drive for a second. Carrie Mulligan, what a lucky woman. You get to hook up with both Ryan Gosling and Oscar Isaac in that film? Nice. Sure. Yeah, let's see. I have seen Too Fast, Too Furious. Hitch. Oh, no, I've also seen uh, Stuck on You. Ghost Rider, Knocked Up, uh, The Spirit, and Fast Five, so that's actually seven. Fast Five barely counts. Yeah. Uh, but we will get to see her again in Port of uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Which that movie is great. Mm-hmm. Bat shit insane. It will also star famed actor slash personality. Exhibit. I'm really confused because I could have sworn that Ava Mendez was in Valentine's Day. Apparently she was not. I don't believe that. I have seen like four Ava Mendezes. Interesting. I think I've seen like seven. I have seen Hitch, Ghost Rider, Knocked Up, The Women. Yep, that is it. I have seen Night at the Roxbury, Too Fast, Too Furious. Of course, Stuck on You, Underappreciated Film, Hitch, uh, Ghost Rider, Knocked Up. Jessica Alba was in Valentine's Day. The Spirit, yes, and Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, and The Other Guys. Oh, wait, she was also in The Other Guys. Yeah. Nope, I've seen that one, too. That was a good movie. Yeah. I remember getting really angry in the credits when they were talking about all the awful financial stuff that goes on in the world. But then Adam McKay would reinforce that with his next film, The Big Short. Uh, 
Anyway, sorry, Abby, a few minutes ago you had asked what we're watching next time, and based on our polls, next time is National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, and then we will have to figure out what to do about our two-way tie between The Rock and G-Force. Alphabetical order, watch G-Force next! Or we just do a vote amongst the three of ourselves. In which I feel like you will be the tiebreaker, Luke. I mean, I'm the one who, if I'm going to be the tiebreaker... It should be I The Rock, be because to. that was the one that I chose, where G-Force was just the supplemental, we need a fourth one. Fair, okay. We'll do National Treasure, The Rock, and then G-Force. Bam. <laughs> well, the Rock is a National Treasure. The Rock is a National Treasure. I'm just saying, out of all the ones we've we've chosen for our thing, one of them has a Criterion Collection release. <laughs> and that is Michael Bay's The Rock. <laughs> yeah, the Criterion's are great and weird sometimes. Yeah. It's like, this is what you've chosen to pour time and money into restoring. Is that what it, it is? is that, are they film restorations? Not even, not even cause, I mean, the Rock release came very shortly after it was released to DVD. They also just do a lot more preservation stuff, and, like, they put more research into features and things like that. Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm-hmm. Truly never knew what it was. You learn something new every The Criterion Clash is mostly important for bringing, like, the foreign films that, like, would be lost to time. Yeah. 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 And, like, older films. Yeah. Way. Their belief is, it's like, for, it's, I think it's more of, it's the, they're betting that Michael Bay's action f- films, we would come Somebody to respect. will care about them in 70 years. It's more of that he changed the genre, we are just seeing that unfold. Which, they're not fully wrong, but. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes they're like, yeah, we're going to release every Godzilla movie. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, do we have anything else to say before we wrap up here? Nope. It's a movie! Yep. Alright, well, barring any sudden surprises, in two weeks we will be back with The Rock. Devin. No, I thought we were watching National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets next. Oh, right. We'll be back with National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. Uh, Devin, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me online at Fred O'Feth, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Abby, where can people find you? You can find me at Twitter at Abnumnus, A-B-B-N-O-N-Y-M-O-E-U-S. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, also, if you go to LukeHair.com, that's L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R, there are pages for both the Luke Hair Podcast Project, which is the open iTunes accessible feed for this and all the other projects, and there is a specific category page for The Unbearable Weight of Nicolas Cage. Fun Why fact. Why is my connection to your website not secure? Nice. Ah. I watched another wild Nicolas Cage movie last night at some point. What wild Nicolas Cage movie did you watch? It's called Zondali. So it's an erotic thriller. Oh, God. Direct to video. Start from 91, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, I'm intrigued and I shouldn't be. And Judge Reinhold. What? With cameo appearances by Steve Buscemi. And Marissa Tomei. What? Oh, and the dude who played Cypher in The Matrix. Oh, God. Again, I'm intrigued and I shouldn't be. It was weird. Okay. That's something at some point to be looking forward to. Cannot wait. All right, well... Uh, Devin and I will see y'all next week on Ultiversal Q. Until then, catch you on the flip mode. Peace.